This is why we have the best fans in the world. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Lucia. And I'm Caitlin. And this is our 236th episode of Talk Direction. And um, we firstly want to announce that we have a new posting schedule. So as you probably know, if you're a regular listener to the show, Caitlin has recently started med school which is very exciting, but also keeps her very, very busy. (laughs) So um, we are going to be posting um, main episodes of the podcast twice a month now instead of weekly, Um, which is probably sad for some of you, but um, we aren't going to have time to record weekly anymore with Caitlin's schedule. Um, and we didn't want to, we kind of talked about doing like, um, really short episodes and keeping it weekly, but we feel like we do our best work when we have more time to like really get into stuff. Um, and obviously we don't want to stop doing the podcast. So we thought this was the best, uh, solution for now. So you're going to be getting two episodes a month now. Um, we're still going to release them on Thursdays. Um, and, uh, yeah, anything else about that, Caitlin? Um, if you are wanting to have more of us, we're continuing to do four episodes on our Patreon. So yes. we're doing four Talk Direction Down Low episodes on our Patreon. Um, and those are just, like, half-hour mini-episodes where we talk about a lot of One Direction stuff, but also get a little bit more personal into our lives. Um, Mm -hmm. So if you haven't checked that out and you're wanting to do that, um, you could even just do the $250 a month level um, and like get two extra episodes and then it's like you're getting four episodes um, or the $5 level and get all four episodes. So if you're interested in that, that's always an option as well. Yeah. And you can find that at patreon.com slash talk direction. Um, and like Caitlin said, we have a 250 level, which it's literally only $2.50 a month, and you get two um, bonus episodes. And then if you're on our $5 a month level, you get all four. Um, and our last two TDDLs were really fun. We did one where we kind of talked about getting ready for fall. And then we did another one, which is over an hour long. And it was maybe, it was one of my favorite TDDLs we've ever recorded. Maybe my favorite. Yeah, honestly, one of the the best, I think, just generally, one of the most excited I've been while recording recently. I feel like this summer and since quarantine started, like, you know, there's not much happening. And obviously, we're living in a world right now that can be really heavy and depressing. And it felt like a little bubble of space to just be joyous and laugh and fandom-ish. And it was really beautiful. Yeah, what we talked about was there's this uh, Visit North Pole, um, like, potentially Harry-related conspiracy situation, Um, and we talked about that, and, like, while we were recording, like, new stuff happened, so there was, like, like, live, there was, like, stuff happening, and we, like, found this, like, guy, (laughs) it was just so fun, and we were, like, little detectives, and I was shrieking, and... (laughs) Um, everyone who's listened to it so far is like, this is the best TTL you guys have ever done. (laughs) (laughs) It was really fun. Um, and I'm really curious to see what is going to happen. Like if we were totally off or if our detective skills wrong. Like the guy that I like found on Twitter is like unrelated to anything. And he's like, who the (laughs) hell are these people? (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, you can listen to that on our Patreon, um, which is patreon.com slash talk direction. Um, and this week we're going to be talking about um, Liam's LP show, uh, the second one he did, where he covered What a Feeling and um, 
the McDonald's footage from Carpool Karaoke um, and some other stuff like that. Um, For our main episode this week, we're going to talk about some movie news. Um, One which I think is just a rumor and one which has been confirmed. And then we're going to talk about the leaked One Direction song called Half the World Away. Um, and yeah, I guess we'll just get right into it. So the first movie news is that there was a rumor of Zayn acting in a Spike Lee movie. Um, and this came out a few days ago. And I don't think there's been any update. I did like a quick search this morning and I didn't see any update about it. So I'm pretty sure this is false, but I thought it would be fun to kind of talk about it anyways, because um, I would love to see Zayn in a movie. That would be incredible. Right? So this started because um, someone shared, I think on Twitter, a screenshot of a movie called Hard Knock Life in Detroit. It says 2023, directed by Spike Lee. And the um, synopsis is, a young girl and her brother's parents die in a plane crash. Jasmine and brother Jordan find their way by hustling on the streets. Worse comes to worse when Jasmine runs into a pimp who takes advantage of her. And then the cast is really interesting. So um, the first person who plays Jasmine, I actually don't know how to pronounce this name. Do you know how to pronounce this name? The first one, the first name is P-A-H-G-E, Nola Jones. Paige? Yeah, maybe. Um... Drea Michelle, Big Sean, Eminem, Common, Zendaya, Terrence Howard, Jude Demarest, Demetria McKinney, and Zayn Malik. Um, it's a stacked cast here. <laughs> On a Spike Lee film who's already like an epic yeah. director. <laughs> this kind of is part of what makes me think it's fake is just like that's a lot of like big names <laughs> and interesting like Eminem Common and Big Sean in a movie together. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems unlikely. Who knows? Um, there's a, an app called Letterboxd, which looks like how this was created. And I think you can create your own things in here. Um, because if you... So Letterboxd is a global social network for grassroots film discussion and discovery. Um, and it looks like the same... Um, kind of format as the screenshot that was shared on Twitter. Um, And then there's another uh, posting about this movie on themoviedb.org. And there's a photo for it. It says, Hard Knock Life in Detroit, a hip-hop opera. Um, And the tagline is, The Search of Our Beginning is Written in the Streets. And there's a photo of this guy, like, in front of a chain-link fence, And I feel like this photo, I feel like I've seen this before, like in Mm -hmm. some other movie or like album cover or something. Mm -hmm. I'm just like pretty sure this is fake. Um, It also on this website says Tyler Perry is the (laughs) co-director. Yeah, I saw that too. Um, But how fun would it be if Zayn was in a hip hop opera? (laughs) I I would die. Like this is... This is so cool. Um, yeah, and, like, with Zendaya, who I love. Right? Like, yes. She's incredible. Um, and, like, to be in a... For Zane to have his first movie be, like... It's like Harry going with, like, Christopher Nolan and being in, like, a really, like, high-end movie. Like, Zane gets yeah. into a Spike Lee movie and, like, is with a whole bunch of other, like, huge names right first go around like that's pretty epic so who knows (laughs) there is um if anyone doesn't know what a hip-hop is there was a movie uh when was this released carmen with beyonce um and makai pfeiffer which i I think was that one really it looks like early 2000s i think it was yeah i think it was maybe 2005 or even 2003, is that possible? Um, but it's basically like a, a musical movie, but it, the music is hip hop music. Um, and so like they are acting, but they are, they're also like singing. Um, so I feel like this would be super cool to see Zayn in this style of movie. Yeah. Um, would love to see him act. 
Um, I think we saw a little bit of that in like some of the music videos he's done where he's made them into more like almost movies uh, on their own, like little mini movies uh, where he's kind of like done a little bit of acting in them. So we've seen a little bit of it and I feel like he would be really good. Yeah, same. Especially like if that's something that could like he could explore that genre Mm-hmm. Um, like obviously he is in music um but he doesn't seem to be a big fan of performing live so to have like another right. venue to do art and to explore that and for like also fans to get to be involved in would be amazing yeah it seems like it could be a really good um like medium for him because of like his performance anxiety it could be a way for him to perform but like obviously not in front of like an audience right and exactly. it's not live so like if you do a wrong take you can just do it over yeah. um but it would also be an opportunity for us to see him like singing live because if it was a hip opera um then maybe he would have a song in it or some or or a couple yeah, um amazing and there's a couple of interesting things that he has posted so zane's kind of been mia on social media for a while like he'll come on like once in a while but he's very he's really not active anymore not that he's ever been super active but I feel like he's had uh times when he's been more active but Mm -hmm. at the end of July he posted a photo of himself with um pretty heavy bottom eyeliner and like kind of like teary eyes like staring off into the distance and there was no caption and then um I think last week he posted a photo of a Polaroid of him shirtless and him and this other guy are looking um, into a screen. It looks like a filming setup and it looks like they're watching back something that was just filmed. And the caption is got some stuff to show you soon. Um, Gigi Hadid posted to posted the two exclamation point emoji as a comment. (laughs) So, this would lead us to believe that something related to filming is in the works for Zayn. Um, it could be a music video. It could be anything, really. Do you have any ideas? And I don't know that the eyeliner picture has anything to do with it. I just thought that it could be related mm-hmm. um, to be something being filmed um, if it was like a longer project. Um, but yeah, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I don't know, but I think it could be music like that feels like um that's a possibility obviously everyone's been at home and I think Zane's been on the farm so I don't know um that he's gone out and done anything and by the farm I mean that's where he lives I think with Gigi and her family for those who don't follow them as closely as I do um so yeah so I would think it could be music that would be really cool um but I know also Gigi's into photography so I don't know maybe she did um like photo shoots and they're putting together some sort of like visual art thing I don't know um but yeah that would be exciting like I'm hoping because fall time I feel is feel is a time where we kind of expect some sort of um, music or project from the boys. I mean, we've kind mm-hmm. of been conditioned that way with One Direction, and then it seems like every year there's sort of something that comes out around this time. Um, mm-hmm. So it would be great if this was one of those things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would love anything from Zane if it was, yeah, a Gigi project or a music video or something totally different. Um, I would be very happy because it's been a while since we've gotten anything from him. Mm-hmm. So we'll keep an eye on that. Um, and if you guys listening have any insight, definitely let us know. Um, moving on to some uh, confirmed rumors about 1D and movies. Um, this hasn't really registered until just now because there was so much going on when this first came out. Um, yeah. Harry is going to be in a movie, another movie. It is um, so freaking exciting. <laughs> like, so first exciting. we get the Zane movie news, and then, like, two seconds yeah. later, there's, like, 
confirmed Harry movie news. And I was like, oh my yeah. god. Well, we got a bunch of stuff kind of at once. And I've been dealing with my own just kind of disaster life in Portland because there's been all these fires. So I've I've been really distracted. But yeah, there was like the Zane rumors and then there was a the North Pole stuff and like the leaked 1D song and like McDonald's footage and like <laughs> there really was a lot happens. going on. So like when I saw the news about Harry being in this movie, it kind of like went into the category of like rumors and like random stuff. Mm. And then just now I'm like, oh, wait, this is like real. <laughs> yeah. It, like it's hard to wrap your head around because like it kind yeah. of came out in the blue. You it know? did. It did. So suddenly here it is. Yeah. So the movie is called Don't Worry, Darling. It's directed by Olivia Wilde for New Line Cinema. And, um, so this movie has been announced for a while, but um, Shia LaBeouf was originally playing this character and he had to pull out because of his schedule. And so Harry's actually replacing him um, in the movie. So the, I the, wonder if Harry was like the runner up. I know. <laughs> the understudy. Second best. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting to think about how that happened. Or like he, um, he just like auditioned afterwards. They're like, oh, we don't have Shia LaBeouf. Okay, let's like do the search again. Or if like yeah. Harry was a contender. I don't know. Yeah. Um, everyone is very excited about the cast because the other stars of this movie are Florence Pugh, Chris Pine, and Dakota Johnson. Um, that's a, that's a big cast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, production is supposed to start this fall, um, which means we're not going to get this movie for a long time because they haven't even started filming yet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and a synopsis of it. So this is from the Hollywood Reporter. Um, Although little is known about the movie's plot, Don't Worry Darling is set in an isolated utopian community in the 1950s California desert and centers on a housewife who uncovers a disturbing truth about her seemingly perfect life. Katie Silberman, who worked with Wilde on her directorial debut, Booksmart, wrote the screenplay based on a spec script by Shane and Carrie Van Dyke. Um, And then um, another quote about the plot of the movie um, from Collider says, set in the 1950s, the film will star Pooh as an unhappy housewife who begins to question her sanity when she notices strange occurrences in her community. Styles will play Pooh's picture-perfect husband, who loves her dearly but is hiding a dark secret from her. Um, and Olivia Wilde posted on Twitter a picture of Harry and Florence, um, not together, just like two separate pictures of them, and said Jack and Alice. So I guess those are the characters they're playing. Mm-hmm. I, it um, seems like like they are like Harry's a lead in this one. You know, I think Florence yeah. might be the lead lead because it's about her. Whatever, yeah. But um, yeah, so exciting. It's so exciting, and it seems like we're gonna get dark Harry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the movies that Harry's doing are serious, but they're also like fucking terrifying. I'm like, where is my Little Mermaid esque movie that is right. in my zone? Yeah. Um, so obviously, I... I'm so excited though. Like, and yeah. I'll watch it. I will suffer my fears of scary <laughs> movies to um, see Harry yeah. and Florence. I'm yeah. like in love with her. She's incredible. Yeah, you were saying that um, on RTDDL. Um, but yeah, I um, I really love uh, psychological thrillers. That's kind of like my favorite genre of audiobooks that I listen to. Mm. Um, and it sounds like that's going to be kind of what this movie is. So I'm pretty excited for that. I don't like horror movies. And I don't like um, like glorified or like. I, I don't like watching, like, violence against women on screen. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's some movies that I don't watch, even though they might be good, just because I don't like to see that. Um, but I think this one sounds like it's going to be much more, like, psychological thriller-esque, which mm-hmm. I'm very into. Um, I just hope that we don't see, like, Harry being really violent, because that would be upsetting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the, but, um, uh, the entire the screenplay's out, and I want to read it. So you can read right. it the entire screenplay but it's not yeah. adjusted for the movie yet I yeah so like it, what it was originally yeah so she wrote the movie based on the screenplay or actually she wrote the movie um the, oh, sorry the screenplay is based on a spec script so okay. i guess it's like 
the movie is based on a screenplay that's based on a <laughs> spec script. Whatever, whatever it that is, is. is, I open the PDF <laughs> and I know people oh, read it. Yeah, I've. I've but it heard... wasn't that we read, right? Where there was what? that sex scene. Was it that one that we read that had that sex scene in it, or was that fake? Um, I With don't flickered? know. I I don't know. I've opened the entire script on a PDF, and it looks like a real like script. Like it's got that typewriter font. I haven't read it yet. I know people are saying there is, like, a pretty intense sex scene, I think. (laughs) But I don't know. I don't know. I don't Mm -hmm. remember what was the one that we had seen. It was, like, uh, there was, there was a, it was, like, a screenshot of a part of a script with a, with a character named Clifford who people thought Harry was playing, and it was, like, a sex Uh, scene. I don't know. I don't know. But apparently Harry is playing someone. We're going to have to read the script or something and, like, talk about it. Yeah, so either that script was was fake or um, Clifford is being played by, like, Chris Pine or something. Because mm-hmm. Harry is playing a character named Jack, so. Mm-hmm. Although she may have changed the names for the movie. Oh, I guess that's true. So Chris Pine, him. I think, is playing a um, cult leader in the town. Oh. So I would assume the sex scene is not with the cult leader, but with the husband. But I don't know. Ooh. Who knows? Um, interesting, too, because I just thought of watermelon sugar. Mm, oh, my gosh. That. <laughs> so if anyone doesn't know, um, there is a book called In, I think it's called In Watermelon Sugar. And um, there is a lot of talk about Harry, like, getting the idea of the name from that book. Um, and that book is about a like utopian cult community so yeah i don't know i just thought about about that he should do a re-recording of it in a really like ominous (laughs) sound yeah this does seem kind of up his alley i mean partially because of that and then like um the california desert and like in the 50s i don't know i can i just i can see it same um yeah, I, this is, I loved Booksmart, so I'm excited for to see yeah. like what Olivia Wilde's doing next. Florence Pugh was in Little Women, and she was amazing. Um, I and Dakota Johnson, I know she was in all of those gray movies. Yeah, I don't think I have ever really seen her in a movie. Um, I've only seen her um tour of her kitchen, <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen her as a bisexual icon yes me too (laughs) that's all i all i know dakota johnson as is a bisexual icon who has a really cool green kitchen (laughs) yes i think i've seen a tour of her kitchen too maybe yeah i can't at least i've seen photos great movies yeah and twilight i definitely have seen and stuff yeah. Wait, what did you say? We're like, we're being so bad. We're talking over each other so much. I know. I can barely hear what you're saying. <laughs> we must have a delay. Mm-hmm. Um, I said Twilight is enough for me. <laughs> yes. Um, actually, speaking of Twilight, Catherine Hardwick, who directed the first Twilight movie, I believe is producing this movie. Oh. Um, so that's really interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Any other thoughts about this movie? Um, I'm just excited to like explore it and explore the lead up to the movie. Um, mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest things we talk about in fandom is anticipation and how that's sometimes like as good or even better than the product that you get. So obviously, we're yeah. as more movie news comes out, um, we will get to talk about it. Like maybe dive into the script. Um, that type of stuff. So I'm, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm definitely excited to have something to like chew on, especially mm-hmm. when we haven't really had anything. And as I was saying earlier, it's been like a really hard year. Um, so this is just like some fun news. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be really fun to watch it unfold. Um, cause mm-hmm. it's probably going to be a couple years before it's like out. I would imagine. Yeah. I think with COVID, everything has slowed down even more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, movies even though they're set to film, like who knows if it'll get shut down, you know? 
Yeah. And then everything has to be pushed back, too, because it's like there was movies that were supposed to come out. You know, it's like it's kind of like the concert schedule situation where, like, you know, everything gets pushed back. So you have to wait even longer because everything's booked. It's, yeah. yeah. But it'll be something to, like, look forward to and something to follow the yes. pro- the production on. So very exciting. Um, okay. So now we're going to talk about this leaked song which um, is called Half the World Away. And it came out kind of out of nowhere. Um, there was There's a YouTube channel that originally was called Archive, and now it's called, I think, One Direction Archive. And they only have this video of this song, and it was just kind of posted out of the blue. So no, no one connected with the boys, like, tweeted about it or anything like that. It just it came out mysteriously. And we still don't know where it came from (laughs) um but it sounds like it is a demo and it sounds like it is harry styles voice um to me it sounds like it is a sick harry styles because it's very it's very nasally like it sounds Mm -hmm. like harry styles when he has a cold um Um, but I'm, I'm just going to read um, a couple of paragraphs from Genius about it, which are um, just like from fans who added information. But since we don't have any official information, I thought it would be um, interesting just to read these just so we have some something to go off of. Yeah, um, I so mean, these fans are the, are the real the real reporters anyway. So it's true. <laughs> so these are the quotes um half the world away was record was a recorded demo that is an outtake from the group's debut album take me home the demo only has harry styles vocals the demo was leaked onto youtube by the one direction archive it was registered a day before the publication of the demo and is unknown who's behind the channel as of august 27th the account has already gained over 40,000 subscribers and 400,000 views the description from the now deleted video reads wait it's been deleted yeah, I couldn't find it. I oh. mean, people have reposted it, obviously, but the original one doesn't come oh, up. Oh, interesting. The description from the now-deleted video reads, The first official unreleased One Direction song that has ever leaked. Written by Harry Styles. Year 2013, Take Me Home. Hashtag 10 years of 1D. Um, and then, Wouldn't it be for Midnight Memories 2013, Not Take Me Home 2012? Uh It would seem that way, but the channel that leaked the demo, the One Direction Archive, stated in the description of the song that it was written in 2013 for the Take Me Home album. Um, In 2013, a song Harry Styles was able to officially release called Don't Let Me Go seems somewhat thematically related and may indicate a progression in this relationship uh, or a narrator's similar reluctance to be without someone that matters significantly to them. Um... One of the lyrics from Don't Let Me Go is, don't let me go because I'm tired of sleeping alone. So, yeah, the songs are very similar thematically. Yeah, I love that um, crossover there. I didn't even, like, think to think of that, but... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when I first heard this song, we weren't even sure... Well, I guess we still aren't sure if it was real. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it definitely sounds like Young Harry. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's like... It's very weird because, like I said, it kind of sounds like he has a cold. Like I think also because it's a demo, like his voice maybe. just sounds a little rougher than like the production. Yeah, I but would, it's not even roughness. It was like all the my way savings pronounced- that that's Harry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is. But even it was even the way he pronounced the words was kind of strange. Mm. Um, but yeah, when did you first listen to this song? Um, I first listened, I think there was some sort of something I was doing where I was offline for a bit and then I came back and I think like all this had happened or something. I don't know. I could be transplanting that experience (laughs) for one of the numerous times that's happened. Right. Um, but I believe that happened and I just like clicked the link that I saw, um, and listened to it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is Harry. And I was like, yep, this is definitely a demo that he had written on. And then, um, because I know the boys wrote together on some songs, but they also would write separately with different songwriters. Um, And I was thinking, like, yeah, he wrote with someone. And then this is sort of one of the things that they'd 
present together if they all like got together for a meeting and showed what songs they'd been making um right and they kind of have to pick what songs to actually go on the album because usually artists have written a lot of a lot more songs than actually make the album Mm -hmm. Um, so that's what my initial thinking was and i thought it was really cool it definitely seems like an earlier 1d song um yeah but it's it's fun to like get that random clip i want to know i mean the random like drop on youtube i want to know who's behind it like Mm -hmm. (laughs) who's who's like is this gonna be a pattern who's like i have all this stuff i just want to freaking release it you know like Mm -hmm. i don't know but i I, i'm that was fun i think that was exciting and like um like totally out of the blue so yeah it's always good when stuff like that happens totally yeah i think i maybe would have been more excited about it as if it was all the boys singing on it Mm -hmm. um because then it would have felt like an actual one direction leak Mm -hmm. um but it's still very exciting and um it makes sense with the timeline because Harry had that song Don't Let Me Go released the same year. Um, well, it wasn't officially released. Um, but it's like all over YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds very similar. And I feel like if you listen to Half the World Away, um, it doesn't sound like a song, um, like the production, it doesn't sound like a song that would be on Take Me Home because it's mm-hmm. much more like kind of folksy um but you can definitely listen to it and imagine if they were to make put it on the album and they add added production to it like obviously the other boys would sing on it and they would add a lot of that kind of like pop like r&b production that they used on the album um and i i can definitely see it being produced to sound like take a take me home song yeah it like has that uh like I think it has that ability, <laughs> yeah, um, but it's interesting because it it almost sounds like a really early Brandy Carlisle song, like from her mm. first album. It just has that quality to it, like the instruments and stuff used. Um, but yeah, and I think too, like I can imagine, um, like not like taking away the lyrics I can see it more on like made in the am almost just the way it sounds um but then when you listen to the lyrics it's they're not very sophisticated lyrics (laughs) (laughs) so rude I know I was trying to find a way to say it not rude the rhyming is questionable (laughs) it's just also it's just it's it's very like basic mm-hmm. not no and not in a way where it's like sometimes you sometimes i don't know i'm just being mean to this song i actually really like this song no, but i totally i'm joking like i i okay. like, <laughs> drag lyrics all the time no it's not it's not a sophisticated song and like i get what you're saying about the basic thing like i think about yeah. harry's lyrics currently yeah sometimes they're sort of um short phrases repetitive words one-liners like choruses that are one line Mm -hmm. um but there's still sophistication um, yeah or just like it it it, a deeper meaning yeah um but this yeah i mean um because there's a time there's a place and i'm always going to hear your name those type of lyrics (laughs) there's a time there's a place it's like what the what what are you talking about and then there's a right there's a wrong yeah like it doesn't it's not provocative and it doesn't tell you what the right and the wrong is or what what, a time and a place for what yeah it doesn't make any (laughs) (laughs) but if it was 16 year old harold yeah and they were writing for a type of genre yeah. The other thing, too, that could have happened is, like, I know that a lot of people, when they're writing songs, they put in filler lyrics. Yes. Um, so these could totally be filler lyrics. Like, mm. the chorus, you know, there's a time, there's a place, I'm always going to hear your name, could have been, like, a filler lyric that they just put in and they were planning to, like, actually write, like, finish it later. Because um, a lot of times people do that. They'll, like, record a demo with what they have and then, like, as the song is continuing, con- continually worked on um you know they changed the lyrics so that is a possibility 
Um, it also has this kind of like bitter quality to it, though, that lines up with like some of the other early 1D songs, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, which um, we can get into. Do you want to like go through the lyrics? Yeah. Okay, cool. So let's start There's with the some title. Real diamonds in the rough. In here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the title of the song, Half the World Away. Uh, what do you think of that? I want it to be half a world away. <laughs> right? Half the world away is hard to say. Yes. Um, but that, I think that is very, like, it fits well with the titles on the first two albums. Like, Definitely. And even, like, Half a Heart, that was way later. But they, I feel like it fits One Direction style. Half a Heart, what is that other song? Another World. I'm just thinking oh, yeah. songs that have half, the same Half sort a of- Heart, Another other world half yeah. the world away <laughs> half the world away like um it reminds me of um if i could fly actually sort of on a different level mm-hmm. not sonically but yeah. just the idea of like you know someone being really far away it has those clearly harry was feeling um uh, that whole being away from home or being away from someone you love thing that is common, I think, with artists who are traveling the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think we see that theme across some of One Direction's music and even into Harry's music um, now, yeah. Canyon Moon, same feeling that he's right. having that he had when he was, you know, 17 or whatever, writing this song. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So you can see the, the songwriting progression there, you know canyon moon yeah like same same feeling mm-hmm. but totally different right experience yeah. writing it yeah actually those three are great <laughs> are great examples this one if i could fly and then canyon moon yeah that's true do you want to read the first verse sure um if you were a good friend you'd always be there when i need it Cause I'm on my knees and babe, I'm bleeding and it kills me that you're not around. So we're off to a bad start. <laughs> already. All the drama of early one D. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like I get the sentiment. Like, I don't think it's meant to be um, the way it sounds, but it's very like bitter. Like, and also like, if you were a good friend, you'd always be there when I need it. Like, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> That's kind of, it sounds like you're saying, like, you're going to be at my beck and call, almost. Like, you'd always be there. Yeah. Um, and also, it's saying you're a bad friend. Um, and then being, like, I'm on my knees and I'm bleeding is, like, kind of manipulative to be, like, I'm bleeding without you. You're a bad yeah. friend. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's meant to be more, like, you know, I'm, I'm hurting without you. But yeah. it definitely has, like, a bitter, manipulative vibe to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and just, just, like, the, I think just the, like, um, lyrics are very, like, as we were saying, kind of basic. Like, I'm on my knees and, babe, I'm bleeding. Kind of just sounds like it was me- meant to rhyme with I need it. Like, you'd yeah. always be there when I need it because I'm on my knees and, babe, I'm bleeding. Um, it just seems like it was meant. Yeah, to kind of like yeah, rhyme. I think, and- yeah, I, I notice that a lot is like when I, I just I look at rhyming a lot in songwriting and I think you can tell when someone picked a word or decided to say one of the lines in a stanza because it rhymed versus like, you know, they they made it. I don't know. They made it work. In, yeah like, just being like i i just need to find something that rhymes oh this word rhymes okay so how can we yes. do it like it needs to like there's a there's a way to make it make sense and like sometimes yeah. that means doing like slant rhymes or like you just have a happenstance that it sounds really good um but sometimes rhymes definitely feel forced um, yeah and i'm i'm picking up on that in this one yeah <laughs> and the like the drama of like i'm bleeding right too yeah uh, Again, another um, another uh, song where Harry talks about bleeding that is uh, more sophisticated in his songwriting um, is Two Ghosts, right? 
Should we talk about leading in two ghosts? Um, <laughs> no, I'm thinking it might be the Taylor Swift song. <laughs> I can't think of it right now. Like, what does he say? Maybe I'm just thinking about the um, t-shirt. Yeah. No. Why would that be bleeding? Uh, where does it... Mm. <laughs> I definitely feel like there's a good probability that he has bleeding what in one of their songs, I but I of? think of it. Let me Google. <laughs> I I'm definitely am thinking of the Taylor Swift song, too, though, when she talks about um, getting a red stain wine spill on her dress. Oh, like, yeah. Well, bleeding, in Woman... I, think, I was thinking it, can, it related, but... In Woman, he says... Um, He's right where I should be, but you're making me bleed. Mm. Okay, that's not what I was thinking of, but that's that's the better example. That's the actual Harry Styles. <laughs> it's kind of funny because woman has very similar bitter quality to half the world mm. away. <laughs> that is very true. Because the thing that's confusing to me about half the world away is that it's not clear if he hates this girl or if he wants to be with her. Like, do you hate her? Or do you love her? It's very confusing. <laughs> I'm feeling like he, like, like-liked her. And she turned him down. But he still wants to be friends. And he feels like she's not being a good friend. Or something. Like, yeah. And he's hurting. Because it's like, yeah, I get you didn't want to be with me. But, like, can't we still have a friendship? And I'm, like, really hurting. Because I feel like you're pulling away from that. And that means a lot to me. But it also seems like he's mad that she doesn't want to be his girlfriend. Yeah, that too. <laughs> All right. So verse two is, so you're not my girlfriend. Don't pretend that makes us nothing. Tell me you don't miss this feeling. I'm starting to see who you are. So I feel like I don't mind the first one. Um, you're not my girlfriend. Don't pretend that makes us nothing. I kind of like that because mm -hmm. it's like that, that feeling of like when you break up with someone, you know, or if you're, if you're you know, you have a relationship with someone that's, like, flirty or, like, romantic, even though you're not actually dating, like, the don't pretend that makes us nothing just because, like, we're not officially, you know, you're not officially called my right. girlfriend, like, I like that, um, but I don't, like, tell me you don't miss this feeling, like, I just feel like that's that kind of, like, attitude of, like, I just, I just watched Twilight recently, and it sounds mm. like Jacob <laughs> from Twilight, oh, who just, like, continuously, like, harasses Bella, like, kisses her when she, like, doesn't want him to kiss her, and he's like, you love me, you know you do, and she's just, like, over and over again being like, I don't want to be with you, I don't want to be with you, and he's yeah. like, you actually do want to be with me. That kind of, like, reminds me of that. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot it was, like, that bad in Twilight. He was so awful. I remember awful. all that and being, like, annoyed by it. Yeah, I mean, Edward's awful too, but Jacob was, like, on another level. <laughs> um, and then I'm starting to see who you are is confusing, because is he, is that, like, a dig? He's like, I'm starting to see who you are, are you, uh, whatever word I'm allowed to use on our man. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, like, a dig for sure. Like, yeah. I'm seeing your true colors, like, right. You're, maybe you're not as good of a friend as I thought you were, or you're not as... You're not the person I thought you were. Yeah, exactly. Any other thoughts about this verse? Um, mm, no, just like generally language like babe and girlfriend and like mm -hmm. girl were a lot of like um, things they would throw in in those sort of early songs a lot. Yes. That fits in with that era. Yeah, definitely. Um, so then we get to the chorus. Do you want to read that? Sure. Because there's a time, there's a place, and I'm always going to hear your name. There's a right, there's a wrong. And now I see that all along, I messed up. You'll be fine. I'm going to sleep alone tonight. Never going to be the same, because you're half the world away. <laughs> you know what this sounds like? What? It sounds like one of those bots. Those generator bots. Were you <laughs> that like? <laughs> it sounds like I'm being so mean about this song. It sounds that the lyrics sound like if there was like a bot that was gonna like generate like uh, early One Direction pop song. Yeah, it does. Because it this doesn't make sense. Like, and now I see that all along. 
like, does that mean you see that there's a right and there's a wrong all along? And then I messed up, you'll be fine. So wait, you did something wrong, but you're mad at her. And then he's like, it's never going to be the same because you're half the world away. But it seems like he really doesn't. It's very confusing. <laughs> there's a lot of emotions in this one chorus. And like, there's a time, there's a place for what? Because like, <laughs> normally you would know. say that as like, you know, there's a time and place for this, but this isn't it. Yeah. But then it's followed up with, I'm always going to hear your name. You really have to read between the lines. <laughs> <laughs> there's a time, there's a place for us. And now it's no longer. But I'm always going to hear your name. There's a right, there's a wrong in our fights. And I'm seeing that I was the one who was wrong. <laughs> And I can tell that you're going to be okay in the end, but I messed up, but I know you're going to, like, move on and you're going to be okay. And I'm and, not going to move on. Yeah, and I'm going to sleep alone tonight. And it will never be the same, because you're half the world away. Yeah, because it doesn't seem like he's saying that he just wants to be friends, because he's like, I'm going to sleep alone tonight. Mm. Wow. I really like the melody of this chorus. It's very fun yeah. to sing. It's like, it's very pleasant. Um, so yeah, musically, melodically, very into the song. Lyrically, confused. <laughs> <laughs> but on par with One Direction's early album. Very much so. Like, it sounds like we're being mean to Harry right now, but this is how all of those early songs sounded. <laughs> yes. And I think it is like, it just shows like songwriting and growth and stuff. Yeah. And like, I mean, if Harry wrote this when he was 16, like, you know. I'm, I'm sure, sure if this you is what my song sounded oh like god too. I'm sure if you were to read my journal from when I was 16 <laughs> oh no yeah I because I wrote a lot of like poetry stuff and it was very yeah very on par with this so we're not being mean and I was so dramatic when I would write when oh I was god me too like I definitely wrote tons of poetry then <laughs> and I like thought it was so good and I yeah like, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> what the hell was I writing about <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, anything else about the chorus? I don't think so. Okay. Um, so verse three is a story you'd heard. Now you rest everything on these three words. Now I walk to you till my feet hurt. So tell me that's not good enough. And then it kind of goes into verse four. It seems like it's kind of the same verse. And I started drinking. I don't know half of what I'm thinking. I'm deep in. I'm scared I'll stop breathing. We've started to lose who we are. Um, I hope Harry wasn't drinking when he was 16. Yeah. But maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I, was there anything about drinking alcohol in the first two albums? No, 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 no. Wait, maybe. I don't know. Actually. I mean, up all night no. and, like, Rock Me had some... Yeah, like I know. Stuff, but I don't think actual like drinking. Yeah, we know that Harry, Harry like references that reference drinking on his last album. Yeah. Um, and like drinking in a in a way of like you're depressed and you're drinking. Mm -hmm. Um, but um, but yeah, same kind of um drama. I walk until my feet hurt. I'm scared I'll stop breathing. And then that bitterness of, like, tell me that's not good enough. Hmm. Um, what does a story you'd heard, now you rest on these three words, mean to you? So, I'm guessing this, because the three words, historically, is I love you. Yes. So, you rest everything on these three words could mean... Um, he told her he loved her and she was like, that's too much. And now she's gone away from him because he said those three words. And she's like rested everything on these three words. That makes sense. I really think he like confessed <laughs> his love. The girl didn't love him back. And he's like, well, why can't we still be friends? And but he wants to sleep with her. That's not friends. No, I... I don't know if he wants to sleep with her or not. Or he's like, okay, you don't return those feelings. But, like, why does that mean, like, we can never talk to each other again? 
Maybe she doesn't want. Yeah, like maybe they were friends, and then he confessed his love, and then she's like, "Yeah, I don't like you." Yeah. And then he feels like now they don't have any sort of relationship. You know. Maybe she doesn't want to have any sort of relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but he's upset by that because maybe they were best friends. Maybe. Yeah. It's not clear cut. Like imagine he- being best friends with someone, and someone tells you they love you, and then you're like. Bye. Like obviously, that's gonna have repercussions if you're a really good. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't need to imagine that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, because he does say at the end, we've started to lose who we are. Mm-hmm. So that that does lend itself to that. Like, like maybe they had this like deep relationship, and now they're like losing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like walk until my feet hurt is like very, I feel like that is like, um, a theme in a lot of those early songs Yes. or even, even all the songs. I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, like I would travel, what travel, is it travel over fire and water? I would carry you. Carry. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. If I could fly again, like flying yeah. to someone. <clears throat> yeah. And that's a, th- a theme you see a lot in. Like, I think of all the songs, like, A Thousand Miles, and, like, there's a lot of themes just in songs in general of, like, walking or traveling through, like, you know, sort of people talk about sort of the natural world as a symbol for, like, going through sort of the messy relationship stuff or, like, you know, all the obstacles people face, and they sort of relate it to environmental struggles, like walking for miles or whatever it is <clears throat> yeah I feel like the a story you'd heard could just be like she heard something from a, a friend mm-hmm. about, maybe about the way he felt she heard it yeah. from someone else well, also it could get even sadder he had told his friend that he liked this girl on another oh. level she heard the rumor and decided she didn't want to be friends with him anymore and he's really oh. hurt about it yeah maybe yeah. How sad. That is sad. Um, so then we have the chorus again, which is the same as the first. And then we have a bridge, which is, I want you around, round, round. Are we going down, down, down? Kind of repeated over and over again. Um, which, uh, musically, I really enjoy. I think it's a really nice bridge, like the melody. Um and then there's the last chorus, which is the same as the first, but it's, like, repeated. Um, and it kind of has that feeling, like, the end of the song seems really long. Like, it seems like they're repeating the chorus, like, over and over again. Um, which I guess kind of they are, because they sing it once, and then they sing the bridge, and then they sing it twice. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Do you have any specific um, thoughts about the bridge or the ending? really yeah I don't think so um is this a song that you're gonna listen to at all um I know I have the iTunes mp3 I haven't added it yet so I need Mm -hmm. to do that um but I can't imagine like listening to it that much but like if it gets in my iTunes um I think it's not the same for me as like if there was a Harry Styles released song from recent, you know, days. That would really excite me. Yeah. Um, me too. So, like, if we got a song that didn't make it onto, like, Harry Styles' self-titled album or Fine Line, like, that would right. really excite me. Yeah, me too. Obviously, it's fun to see these old 1D songs, but honestly, like, I don't know if any 1D song unreleased, no matter what album it was for, mm-hmm. would excite me that much anymore. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know there's still huge 1D stands, but I'm just, that's not, that's not where I am. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I would have been more excited about it if it was all the boys singing, um, just because then it would feel more nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Um, of like oh One Direction song but because it's just like Harriet and it's a demo and it's from like a really long time ago I think it's like yeah I think I'll probably listen to it occasionally uh, I, I'm curious to like put it 
in with the other songs from that time. Yeah. And like see it amongst those. Um, also, when I listen to this song, it really reminds me of another song. The line, um, uh, I messed up, you'll be fine. I feel like there's a song that goes, um, I messed up, you'll be fine. Don't worry about this heart of mine. Hmm. And I keep thinking of it. It's like, I messed up, you'll be fine. Don't worry about this heart of mine. Does that sound familiar? Let me look it up. Haha, there is a song. I don't recognize it. The Wreckers Leave the Pieces? I don't know. I guess that must be it. Maybe it's the song I've heard on like a TV show or something. Yeah, it could have been like in the mo- in a movie. Maybe it just like when I was when I listen to this, I think of it. Hold on, I'm gonna play it. Oh, stupid YouTube ads! I feel like YouTube's ads have just gotten so out of control. You have to watch you so many. Of them. I downloaded this um, Chrome extension that now can have like my YouTube videos fast forward, um, which is useful. Oh. Because, um, not fast forward, but I mean like like double speed or whatever. Because when I'm doing med- medical school videos, uh, you don't want to watch a 16 minute video. You want to watch an eight minute video. So like if you double time it, it'll right i'm in half but it also fast forwards through um commercials that's interesting (laughs) okay i'm gonna play this song and you'll see if you recognize it don't worry about this wait don't want to hurt me don't want to see my tears so why are you still standing here just watching me drown and it's all right yeah i'll be fine don't worry about this this song is from 10 years ago <laughs> wow no, no i don't think i know it yeah I know that. 2009 i don't know where i've heard it but mm-hmm. if anyone else has heard this song and you know what i'm talking about let me know it's <laughs> <laughs> fun though that's a fun song yeah it's like a country song um anyways Wait, Michelle Branch? Is this Michelle Branch? In a band called Apparently this Records? Best Country this the Records received a Grammy nomination for Best Country Performance uh, by a duo with this song. Okay, so this must have been popular in 2009. Yeah, it said it got to number 38 on the Billboard Hot 100 and number 1 on the Billboard Hot Country uh, Song Chart. Okay, that's probably why I, like, know it really well, but I can't really remember it, because it was a long time ago. But yeah, the record is, is Michelle Branch and Jessica Harp. How interesting. Um, okay, so um, that is that for our discussion on this song. Let us know your guys' thoughts on it. Um, I'm curious to see if this channel is going to leak other songs um, in the future. <laughs> Mm-hmm. or like who yeah. it was because obviously they had this no one else has had this and it's been it's one of the songwriters or pretty, like it's gotta yeah. be like Julian Bonetta or Johan mm-hmm. forget his last name yeah someone from early early 1D day yeah yeah definitely so um we also um have been doing a Black Lives Matter segment or we've just talked about um new stuff to bring awareness to things or um like educational stuff and uh we're gonna talk today again just about voting because it's getting so close and it's so nerve-wracking and i'm extremely stressed about it um and it's kind of all i can think about (laughs) um so it's really important to vote if you're in the u.s and you can vote i mean anywhere you are that you can vote like obviously vote in your elections but Specifically, if you're able to vote in the U.S., um, voting for this presidential election is so important. Um, So you can go to vote.org to register if you're not registered already. Um, And we can anticipate that this election is going to be really messy. So just like doing it as soon as possible and like being prepared is going to be really important. Um, So like literally pause this podcast right now and go to vote.org and make sure you're registered. Um, because, 
we need to get Trump out of the White House. Mm-hmm. And as Caitlin said, it's 50, 50 days away. Yep, as of today. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's stuff like climate change. Like, I'm in Portland right now, and everything's on fire. It's very scary. Um, and there's stuff like climate change that, like, you know, as it progresses, like, there are things that happen that are, are literally irreversible. And, like, yeah, we, we just, we can't, we can't survive <laughs> another four years Trump. Um, so, yeah, please, please vote if you're listening. I know we have a lot of listeners that aren't in the U.S. And you probably feel helpless not being able to vote um, <laughs> in our election. <laughs> but if you are in the U.S., please, please vote. Um, yeah, anything else on that? Um, just kind of the connection to climate change and actually racism and stuff. Lucia was telling me the other day about how a lot of the prisons in the area where she lives yes. had to be evacuated because of um, the fires. Or major prisons. So tons of people um, who are incarcerated have been moved into like giant places where they can't have their own space. And with COVID, it's such a danger. Um, and, uh, if you don't know already, but, um, prisons are kind of like the current day slavery. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's like, that's like sums up just like a huge, big discussion, but, um, yeah. Yeah. The prison system is super racist and there's a lot of black people in prison that shouldn't be. Um, and a lot of black people in prison that, um, yeah, just should, shouldn't be there. <laughs> yeah. So just another way that um, climate change is uh, also rooted in, like, systemic racism or whatever. Yeah. And also, so. like, the way that climate change affects people. Like, you know, for example, right now in Portland, um, in Oregon, there's we have these horrible wildfires. And, um, you know, you can see the effects, like... Um, you know, marginalized communities have, are, are being disproportionately affected. There was a town, um, either Phoenix or Talent, both of these towns, like, got, um, almost completely wiped out, and there was, there's a lot of, um, people of color who live in those towns who, um, have, like, lost everything, and anytime you have, like, disasters, like, especially, you know, like, climate change-related disasters, um, it is people of color and other marginalized people who are going to be affected the most. Um, like white people who have money are able to like keep themselves safe. Um, cause you know, they, or we, cause I'm included in this have, you know, the resources. Um, but, um, but yeah, every issue that we're facing in our world, um, has, you know, some element of an element of, of racism, to it because anything that happens like people are going to be affected in different ways mm-hmm. um yeah i feel like i'm not very like articulate, You're being more articulate <laughs> than I am. okay <laughs> um yeah uh so vote um and you know there's a lot of other important stuff to be done about climate change and politics in between elections. So that's definitely something that we need to like think about as well. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, like we just have to get Trump out of the White House. Um, and then, you know, the, the real work can be done um, separate from that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, do you have a recommendation? Uh, my recommendation today will to be go to go watch Black Klansman, which is a Spike Lee movie. Oh. So if you're interested in his stuff, um, it's a great, it's a very great movie and um, obviously very relevant to today. And like the the way the film is made includes footage from today, as well as footage from uh, decades ago. And it's not a documentary, though. It's, like, um, a movie movie. 
So, yeah. Yeah, I recommend it, but like definitely be aware that it's a it's a very heavy movie. Obviously, because yeah. it's dealing with um, the KKK. So. Right. I have not seen it. Maybe I will watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to recommend a song and a music video um, called Weathering Heights by Kate Bush. Have you heard the song or seen this music video, Caitlin? I don't think so. I feel like, so this is a song that came out a long time ago. Um, I'm going to quickly Google it just because I want to know when it came out. Um It came out in 1978. And so I feel like a lot of our listeners might not be aware of it just because no one, I wasn't alive (laughs) when this song came out. Um, But Kate Bush is amazing. And there's something about this song that I feel like a lot of Harry uh, fans probably will really enjoy because it's kind of like similar to like, it's got some like Stevie Nicks vibes to it. Um, but she wrote this song when she was 16, actually, which is kind of funny because we just talked about the song that Harry wrote when he was 16. <laughs> it's very different. Um, it's like shocking that she wrote this when she was so young because it's amazing. Um, but she wrote it based on the book Weathering Heights and it's like from the perspective of a ghost. I've, I haven't actually read the book. Sorry. I don't really know the plot. Um, but it's from the perspective of a ghost and um, the music video is incredible. And she does this like choreography. It seems like it's so far ahead of her time. Like I can see someone like in current, like in 2020, like creating this choreography um, just because it's so weird and like different. Um, So I would really recommend going and watching. There's actually two music videos. She did two versions. Um, I would definitely go watch them. It's very like Halloween ish. And the song is so fun. So that is my recommendation is to check out Weathering Heights by Kate Bush. Cool. Um, We'd love to hear what you thought about the show, your opinions on anything we discussed today. Um, Feel free to send us news stories or anything One Direction related. You would like to hear us talk about on future episodes. Uh, Thank you for listening to episode 237 of Talk Direction. You can find us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. Email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at talkdirection. And you can follow us individually as well. I'm on Instagram at luciao, spelled L-U-C-C-I-A-O-H. And Caitlin, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Caitlin I.R. Foster. And Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. Make sure to check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash TalkDirection, where you can listen to TalkDirection down low. Um, recently, we did our North Pole investigation episode, which was, uh, we talked about at the top of this episode. Um, so fun. And today we're going to be talking about uh, Liam's LP show. He covered a bunch of 1D songs. We're going to talk about the carpool karaoke footage we just got um, and some other stuff like that. Um, so you can find that at patreon.com slash talk direction. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast. Um, you can subscribe on iTunes um, or SoundCloud and anywhere else you get podcasts except Spotify. <laughs> um, I'm Lucia. And I'm Caitlin. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time for episode 237, which is going to be in two weeks because we're doing uh, two episodes a month now. Just as an extra reminder. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.